This podcast is sponsored by the Ren Bear, the top venue for your team's events, parties, or barbecues. Message the Ren Bear on social media to book in your team. So I'm now joined by Jeff Linsky for another edition of the Galway Senior and Intermediate Rankings. I think our last time was before uh, the quarterfinals or the last round of the group was the last time uh, we did them. So there's a bit of adjustments, but nothing um, too major. Jeff, uh, I just had a brief look today when we started off doing the power rankings initially across uh, senior, senior B and intermediate. Not really any major surprises really from the movement of teams from the very start to now. A, f- a few teams have moved up mm. gradually, but not a huge amount of teams. No, um, like you wouldn't need to be a big expert on hurling to kind of forecast what was going to happen at, at senior A. Senior B was probably um, the two old players there were, were definitely um, Asquifon uh, Mulya um, and look brilliant end into the game. The last Paul, I don't know if you've seen it, like the last mm. minute and a half, two yeah, minutes was, was it was incredible, really. Um brilliant, just a brilliant way to kind of encapsulate what, what was going on with both teams this year, because obviously to put a huge amount of work in at the start of the year, both deserving to be in the final, and probably neither the team deserved to lose at the last day. Um but showed a tremendous courage both sides the way they went for it. Um so look that that the replay will be interesting enough. Um yeah, look, you're looking at it from the point of view our forecasting was was fairly right all year. There was a few teams that moved up and moved down, no seismic jumps, uh, really. Turlock Moore, we kind of flagged Paul in, in previous mm-hmm. uh podcast there regarding they were coming to the boy nicely. And I, I did say if if they got their key players back. Sean Loftus come on for 10-15 minutes. Uh, that'll help him out. Um Jamie, Jamie Holland at 11. This time of year, like he's going to be a ball winner. He caused Johnny Cohen trouble in, in the first half, particularly with, with puckouts. Um the peculiar thing really was you, you know, like Lockray were were big, big fancies. Um and look, I'm disappointed for the lads usually, like, you know, because I don't understand the amount of work they put in. But Turlock Moore looked just played better on the day. Um, management team, lads I know fairly, fairly well from living with them in America and golfing with them. Um, Darren Shocks, Brian Holland, Park Welch, you know. Um, they'd be delighted where they're at now and they'll they'll will want to protect what the Turlock Moore team did in the sixties regarding the six in a row. Um and Turlock gave Thomas a lesson last year, as far as I remember, didn't in, in the group stage. Yeah. Um. So that would be back in Thomas's mind, and like when you factor in also Kevin Hussey to come back, uh, and 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 Morris, you know, they, they still have two players there that 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 they're going to be using coming down the home straight. So if we just look at the senior rankings first, uh, Thomas's county champions remain in first. Turn up more after their victory, up two places in second. Lockray third, down one place. Uh, Sarsfield fourth, they're down one place after the defeat to Thomas's and semi. The rest stays the same. Clembridge fifth, Orbmore Mary sixth, Castlegar seventh, Captagel eighth, and Ardern uh, ninth. I put the question last night on the podcast um to Craig Lally and Eugene McEntee of are Thomas's a better team this year than last year and they both agreed that they're better this year would you agree? 
Um, I, I, I think would Kenneth be happy with the performance levels of the last two games? Um, like Sarsfields had a serious, serious chance at the end with Joseph, um, and then Ian Fox's flick. Um, but their their big their big player Connor Cooney is is arguably look without doubt the best club player in the county over the last three four years and and he set up for for a key score. Um, earlier in in the early rounds, I would definitely say yeah, Paul. But I I I do see there is certain positions where I'm kind of going they can be got up there. Um, like this, Pete Matt, you coffee like the. That was the curveball last year. He's not around. Bernard Burke didn't see any game time the last day, but he was tagged. David came on. Um, yeah, fair enough. Shane Cooney is back and, and flying it. David Shuri is back. Um, but I'm I'm just wondering, um, will the pressure of the occasion um influence the the outcome of the game? I just think that Turlock are coming uh, with a massive run. Um and they have their own history and tradition to protect as well. So it's going to be fairly interesting. Like the matchups, you're looking at Dahi picking up Connor Cooney. Um, Will they do that though? Because Dahi has, has sat back in the sixth row all, all year. Well, yeah, you have to man mark Connor Cooney. Like you can't, I know Dunloy last year man marked them. Um, and, and they got the results they needed. I, I just, when you're marking, when you're playing Thomas's, you have to. Uh, pay due respect to Conor Cooney. You just you just have to put your best man marker on him. That doesn't care about the ball. It's just going to mark him. Um, if Mike Quinn had done that, you know the the that that ball that was given out to him, uh, given out to the Conor there, just after Sarsfield's got it back to a point, wasn't it? Um, you know you don't know, and it's that's down to concentration and focus. Um, it could be a bit of tiredness at the end, but like you just have to. Uh, squeeze him, you know, because you can't give him room. He's he's too accurate of a shooter uh, to give him that space. On that, you're probably thinking it's going to be, you could make the case that it'll be die, but we've seen Darrell Whelan was a significant man-marker the last day coming back to wing back. Dan Loftus has been as well, shout to championship. They're probably one of the three that are going to make them. But just on Thomas's, have you seen Maybe you haven't seen too much improvement in the last two games, but have you seen Victor Manzo and John Head and these players evolve more into bigger players this year? Yeah, I have. Um, but like, Sarsfields have closed the gap compared to last year. Um, like Francis Madden, the lads, when 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 they review the year and look back on it, and yeah, definitely they had a chance the last day. Um, mm. to to bring it to a draw, and you you don't know what would have happened in another minute and a half of that. Uh, chance from Joseph had gone in or Ian Fox's chance um, but when they reflect on their year they'll realise they're coming you know with the with the age profile of the group that they have they've got a young team and have made huge strides this year um, they were whatever I think 15-16 points hammering they got last year in the semi-final so Sarsfields have closed the gap will Turlock find enough improvement and will they be able to tactically uh, get the better of Thomas's um, like in particular Thomas's uh, puck out like they're adept at getting the numbers their, their, their rook ball uh, work that they get through in terms of the amount of ball they win from that 
their their distribution of the ball um, is at the highest level. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is I I'm just I'm looking at Turlock more now, and they're coming. Um, and with the young lads, particularly Tom Cork the last day, um, they're wheeling in the corner, uh, Tarpy, you know they've got lovely feet. Um, Cyril Farlock and said great side step. Um, but they hurt the 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 locker defense the last day, uh, particularly with the two goals that were got. Um, Will Thomas has allowed that much space to be given. I doubt it. But if Turlock can get their running game going um, and get their powerful runners running through the middle, um, it'll 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 be interesting. Um, a lot look a lot will depend on, on a lot of the key matchups. And you you can you can look at it a lot of ways, but I just think the the Connor Cooney uh, question is who picks him up. Would I trust Dan Laftis? Yeah. Would I trust Kevin Hussey if he's fully fit? Yeah. Um, then you could let Dahi sit. But you can't uh, let him uh, give him the freedom at the park and Pierce Stadium the next time. Just on Turlock, has Darren Shocks and Brian Holland's energy on the line, has has that been something that's added, do you think, to Turlock this year? Um, I'd say, yeah, the, the lads will be passionate. Um They'd be passionate clubmen. Um and obviously they brought something different to the group this year. And they've been slowly burning all year, Paul. Um you know, they 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 got the lesson early uh, in the championship from Gart, you know, that night. If Lockray had gotten that uh, earlier in the year, um it, it probably would have brought an awful lot more focus uh, and edge the group, you know, but they were they were playing playing really high levels all year, putting up huge scores, but they weren't being truly tested. Um, whereas Turlock got that challenge that night, and obviously they had to fix a few things. Jamie Holling came back into it, Kevin Hussey came back to it, into it. I know he didn't play the last day. Um, but look, it, it, the, the boys have brought on obviously a lot of energy uh, to it, um, a lot of passion. Um, and look, obviously the work started early in the year. Um Started in January, and they're they're bearing the fruits of their labour now. But look, they know themselves now. They're they're nearly at, they're they're nearly at a stage whereby, you know, a good 65, 70 minute performance, where all players are firing, they get their stuff right, their house in order. It's there for them. You mentioned there today for Turlock. Where did Lockray go from here? Obviously. Jamie was a really significant loss, but I actually think if they look back in that game, there probably won't be a, like, there's obviously, Jamie's a massive loss, but it's probably the freeze they had at key stages, really, in those, in that game, could have clawed it back, and they could have got ahead at Turlock before kind of Sean Hanlon responds there, because there was two or three frees that they did miss uh, within that period and after it. Yeah, look, and I, I look, uh... I'd back Neil Carey any day. Um, he made a huge difference when he came on, um, and he kind of he, he changed the game. Really, Neil is a really smart hurler, um, and anytime he gets the ball in his hand, good things will happen with the ball. Um, but it, look, Brian, Brian was striking them well as well. So Neil wanted it, and Shane Morgan had scored with the two long range ones, Paul, and probably a two wise, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Um, I think it was three out of four he got, yeah. Three, three, three out of four, you know. So you look at that stage, Tommy and the lads in the line, 
I, I trust Neil also in that situation. Um, but like he was coming into the game, was he up to speed with what was going on? Um, you know, look, it's 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 you're looking at it from the point of view of you had three guys there. If you could change something again, you'd probably go back and give it to, to probably Shea Morgan, you know. Um, but look, that's ifs and buts and maybes, and you're clutching the straws. I just think that the Black Ray, the two goals they conceded were, were, were soft in nature. Um, Jamie was obviously a huge loss. Um, a few of the lads didn't fire uh, or didn't do enough up front. And there was one or two wides, and Martin Mack had one in the second half that he should have scored off his right. Um, young Shocknessy as well like you know so th- I don't think the white count was huge but I don't think it was factor I just think Turlock brought more to it and they scored the, the, the critical goals at critical times and then when the game was entering the home straight Sean and Hanlon came up with the with the key score feeling caused him an awful problem uh, in, inside um, in his ball winning ability um, but look yeah it's, it's year two for the management it's year four for some of them Um and it'll, it'll does stay. I don't know. Um, it's it's who they're going to get and who's going to better what they have. And I don't think they're going to better what they have in terms of the caliber of the people they've got and the setup at present. Um, and that's just not me saying it from a personal point of view. We just know the quality that they have as individuals and collectively what they bring as a management team. And I know that the players believe in them and vice versa. Um, and it's difficult because. The game they lost, they know they, 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 they could have won it, they had the chances to win it, and that's the golden thing that hurt them over the winter. Um, but when they sit down and look at it, look, there's a, there's a lot of good sides out there that would love to be in the situation that Lockery have with the with the age profile of the lads. Yeah, look, Johnny's whatever, 34, Paul Huben seems to be going on forever. Is he 32 or 33 or 34 or 35? I don't know, he seems to be getting younger. Um, but they have enough youth there uh, to go back at it again. Yeah, so as we mentioned, uh, and as you mentioned, you feel Sarsfields are building, um, and they definitely have regressed with the goal chances there. Um, just on the second page, then of the senior, uh, Climber Daly remaining in tenth, Gorsh remaining eleventh, Mike Cullen twelfth, Tommy Larkins thirteenth, uh, Crawford fourteenth, Kilkenny Irons staying fifteenth after their win in the relegation final, and Portumna, who are relegated to senior B. Uh, stay in 16th where they've uh, found themselves over the last few weeks. Just before uh, we touch on Kilkenyron and Portumna, because they were the only other teams that played obviously outside the semi-finalists at the weekend, who in the senior championship uh, do you feel can make a difference to Galway and Henry Shefflin in 2024? Uh, sure, look, Matt, when I have to come from dying in there and in torrential rain to see when so there was 26 of them. Um, so a lot of the, the lads, the tail end of the squad, are obviously getting themselves ready uh, to go back with, with go in December and they're probably trying to keep on, well, not probably the air, trying to keep on top of their fitness levels. Um, look, you're, you're looking at it um, and you're looking at the clubs there. Jamie Ryan, obviously, you know, with Loch Ray, Turlock Moore, Sean and Hanlon had a, had a good year, um, but Shane Morgan did a brilliant job on him the last day. Um is Henry looking for size or what type of player is he looking for? Uh, you're looking down through Sarsfields, anyone that's Is Ian there, Fox is, someone? Yeah, look, Ian, for me, uh, of all the Fitzgeralders I've had over the last six, seven years, um, he'd be up in the top 10 at least 
in terms of um, ball usage, brilliant around rooks. Um, he's 20, what, no, 24, 25, um, mature enough to handle. Does he deserve an opportunity, Paul? Yeah, uh, he does. Have he you been does. surprised that he hasn't got an opportunity? Uh, yeah, because even with the, the fit squads that we had, um, I think we played Mary I in the semi-final a couple of years ago when Aaron Galan led the Mary I team into, into the final. I think it was Conor Whedon's last year. Ian would have marked uh, a lot of top players from UCC and Mary I. Uh, I think one day we gave him the job of marking Dara Fitzgibbon um, and then he'd be switched him over into Coleman. So like, he, he he didn't phase him. He was well used to it. He's a lad that uh, works fairly hard on his game. Um, he, he's a lad, yeah, that, that that I would be looking at and, and saying he brings something different to it. Um, you're going down through the other teams there. Seen Rory Burke last week um, with, 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 with the freshers. Um, very impressive. Um, obviously, it's an awful right things over the last couple of years. Um, I'm sure Henry would be looking at him, but again, he's 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 only 19, you know. Um, would you let him play under 20 now, or what would you do there? The, see, I, I'm looking at it from the point of view of the SNC and what the senior setup will, will will give them. Um, if they get the support um of the SNC and it's 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 a year it's a year fifteen months development for the lads a hundred percent and you're giving them game time yeah by all means if you brought them into the SNC and then let them off for the summer back with the twenties for for them three months I'd say yeah do that what 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 tends to happen in Gaul is the lads are brought in the SNC they get a few games either in Fitz or Walsh Cup they get a few minutes in the league and then they're sitting on the bench um for the summer and that doesn't help in their own growth and development either. So, like, um, again, from experience, if they're good enough to make it, they'll make it at nineteen twenty. But there's not many counties now, Paul, that are producing lads that are already made at nineteen and twenty years of age. It's it's very very few. The only one that comes to mind is probably Ben Cunningham from from Cork, uh, really. But like genetically, he's six foot three. You know, he's he's ready made at this stage. But Cork didn't use him at all last year, which I I couldn't believe. I haven't seen him. Uh, play some fresher games. Um, outside of that, then you look down through it. Uh, Castlegar, Capitagal, Lynn Collins is there. Jazz there. Um, Ardran. Um, we kind of flag Jason Kennedy. Backswise, um, Michael Walsh possibly. You know, based on size. Um, then you're going down through Climber Daily, and the three Concannons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Brian is there. There's there's been utterances for 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 one of the other brothers to you know, centre back to have a look at him. Gort, you Jack, my Cullen. Is Nathan you know. Gill someone? Yeah, he, look, he, he's athleticism. He's there, Paul. Um, it's just he's he's hurling craft and knows that that he needs to learn. That that'll only come by playing a really high centre to hurling. Um. Nathan just needs to get his head up earlier and offload the ball quicker. You know, um, everything else he has, attitude, is 100%. I, I don't know the guy personally, I'm only judging him for what I've seen this year. Um, but, like, he, t- he, he he would tick an off of the boxes. Um, he'd be a lad, I'd say, that'd be worth putting time and effort into um, to, to get the best out of him. 
Um, Mike Cullen, we've had from McDonough, we've had him at Fitz, six foot seven. You know, you're kind of going, he brings something completely different uh, to it. Mm. Young Davern is a lad that will be definitely German, who will, will definitely be there their boast in the next two years. He, he's, he's already made college hurler, Fitz hurler. Um, for me, um, Tommy Larkins, I'd say if Niall hadn't have done the shoulder, he probably would have probably got a licking and brought in. Uh, with Liam and Cha, there's no one there. Then from 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 the other from, Ka- from Capitagal, yeah. So Crockwell, Adrian Prendergast, you know Tom Monaghan, um, you know. So you're you're going down through it. Kicking Arnie McGlynn is in there. Uh, Portumna, Dick McLaughlin. I don't know where Jack Canning is, is at present. I got two yellows the last day, so I I don't know where he's at. Um, in terms of his own development, um, come on a sub, I think, um, for 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 Portumna. So like, it's what he has, and can he find two or two others? And that's that's the hard part. What's the most important position that Galway need to strengthen on? There's up top, Paul. Um, yeah, that's you know it. The way the game is going, that. That ball that breaks around midfield, it's it's size that you you need at the 10, 12, 8, 9 position and, and you know, 11 also, unless you play Evan as a second 11. You know, you need size around them rooks and that's just the way the game has gone. I know, like when I'm told in Cork is, they've changed their SSC program completely with the footballers and hurlers. Footballers, it's about getting around the pitch. Whereas we're now looking at size, um, and they're planning accordingly for the next three to five years with that. Um, but they're going down as far as I presume down to development squads looking at them. I'm talking the lads at development squads, um size is, is obviously important. They're picking probably thirteen to fourteen guys, athletic guys, and then it's two or three uh, technically good lads uh, that are probably inside, and that's just the way uh, some countries are doing it at present. The stone Kilkenny Iron, uh, Portumna, that was relegation final. Uh, Kilkenny Iron put in a really, really strong display. Uh, Shane Caulfield really to the fore for them in that victory, one twenty to thirteen. Kilkenny Iron probably need to show that kind of performance. Uh, probably more so in senior hurling now. You feel to progress and, uh, Portumna now it's it's really about rebuilding. Yeah, probably unfortunate this year. Um, didn't probably put up enough scores against my Cullen. Um, so they wouldn't be in as predictable. But it's probably no harm for them either to go through uh, the battling that they've had to do for the last couple of rounds. Um, and they're building. They've, they've a lot of young fellas coming. Uh, so for them, it's about sustaining where they're at in senior A, and that was hugely important for them. Yeah, look, Portumna were a really good side last year. We played against them in the final group game. Um. So like they they'd be fairly disappointed after winning um under twenty B last year as well, Paul, to, to be back down as senior B after putting all the good work in. I was told Johnny Kelly was back for the last couple of weeks trying to help them out yeah. and, and and keep them up, you know. So that's disappointing from their point of view after doing all that good work last year, putting them backs back into senior A and then obviously this year, obviously the the, the work wasn't being done and, and they're back down to senior B. So just uh you mentioned Portumna are obviously down to in uh, Senior B for 2024, just on the Senior B rankings. Then Mullia first, 
Ashford Rollins second. They play uh, Saturday week in the replay of the Senior B final after a terrific spectacle. But then it's just a killer Lima Leach from third, Lee Mellows fourth, Beth fifth, Port Pierce is sixth, Athan Rai sev- seventh, and Climber eighth. So going on this, you feel Mully are going to win the replay? I'd, I'd go for a Hasker. I'd go for a Hasker looking at it there now, just basing it on um, the game the last day. Um, like Mulya, you know, Mulya were up six or seven and a half time. Hasker were managing the game well um, in terms of just, you know, breaking momentum, players going down, uh, just breaking, trying to break any flow that uh, Mulya that might get. Um, I do, yeah. I look looking at it there, and I'd fancy a Hasker the next time. Um, call it a few shots, one in particular, he, he wouldn't be happy that he should have scored. Um, but Young Dolphin for me, up top, Paul, um, he's a joy to watch. He reminds me of Kevin Broderick a small bit with his feet. Uh, he got on unbelievable score in the second half where he danced around the two lads. Is it too um, soon? Is it too soon yet for Galway Senior? Do you think get him in? Again, look, it's it's given him the support and, and structure of an of an SSE program and working away with him and just giving him time um and giving him look a really strong I, is he still in school, Paul? I don't know. I I'd say he's probably still in school. Um I don't know because I haven't he hasn't he hasn't come on my radar or anything yet with, with colleges. Um so that'll be interesting if he is. We'll look for a scholarship for him next year. <laughs> um, but um, is it too soon? It's probably too soon, you know, because in terms of his own development, he's had a really good club, club campaign, but he's so accurate. He's so accurate. Um, unbelievable feat. Um, able to weave in and out. As brilliant and adept at creating space for himself and getting shots off. Um, but his scoring has been through the roof and he's made a huge difference to Mudia this year. In terms of freeze and uh, scores from play, you know, and that's why they're in the position that they're in. But I just think a Hasker Fona probably have a bit more to give if they can get a bit more out of Sean Blaine and on Delaney. Mark Kelly had a had a, had a fine fine out in um in a park and Kyle. I think there's probably a bit more improvement in them. Um, the next for the next day. So you give an advantage there uh, to a Hasker just. Yeah. To... Just to move on to the intermediate ranking. So, uh, Tina Abbott's first, Ballandrine second, uh, Milik Aircourt third, Cylon fourth, uh, then fifth is Karen Moore, um, who being the closest team this year to Tina Abbott's well, Bear Ballandrine in that group game where they obviously drew with Tina, uh, Rahul Newcastle sixth, uh, Kinbar seventh, Claremont eighth, and Abbey Knockmoyne ninth. Did intermediates? Surprise you at the weekend, given how much of a gap there was in the two games. Um, Ballandurian have a very balanced unit now. Um, um, but will they have enough for for Tina? Is the question. Um, probably not. Just basing on on the results to date, and ba- basing on the first group game, Tina played Ballandurian, didn't they? Well, Tina played Ballandurian in the last group game in the group. Yeah, the true. Okay, so like, um, how much were Tina holding back there? Did the rest of the players? I don't know. Um, but I that's going to be probably a lot closer 
um, then they'll probably meet a Gerko game because look, Ballandurian have you know size and strength, you know as well uh, to match up, and with the weather the way it's turning as well, if it's a wet, lucky uh, day. Anton is plausible. Look, he still has the fancy team of January with the with the players they have. Paul Glean is flying it. Um, Brenny, Maloney, David Jordan, Ben Morden, you know, power. Like they just look, they have probably have better players in Ballandarine, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's tighter than people expect. And Ballandarine went intermediate. And Ballandarine went intermediate. I'd give them a chance. But the way Tina have been performing this year, apart from probably they got their fright, you see, from probably the the Ballandurian game and got the fright from the Cardmore game. Um, just you know, it, it's very easy for Matty and and the margin to talk to Lesno about remaining focused and just keep working and keep the head down and stay grounded because they've got their frights uh, early, you know. So look. That's on when? That's sun, is that on Sunday that's, week as well? Uh, Saturday week. That's a double header with the senior B replay in balance. Okay. Yeah, look, it, it's look, it's good value for money. Like the online stuff, it's 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 brilliant. 25 quid for how many games did we get? We got the junior A, we got the intermediate, we, <laughs> we got the two semifinals. You know, it's it's um if you miss it, you can go back and watch the games, you can rewatch it. Uh, for value for money, you'd have to say fair play to them. On Milik and Cylon, obviously Milik last year uh, lost the final. Uh, near neighbours, um, the goal killed them at the start of the second half by Port Brehney. And then Cylon, uh, the goal right before halftime with Ballandarine having the breeze seemed to... Mm. The goals kind of seemed to kill both teams. Yeah, look, um, Cylon then came back in the second half and got it back to with a nine... And they think the one clear, clear good chance. Um, they're you know, seven, so, I think. Seven, yeah. So yeah. they did one goal chance. I think the, the corner forward dropped it. I, I, I the, the name escapes me now. Um, but like, yeah, but Ballandrine, they're, they're they've been coming all year long. You know, some of the results they've got, you know, and the belief they probably would have got from the Tina game, you know, got them through quarter final and then. They had too much fun for Cylon Paul, um, mm. you know, like from the last in terms of hurlers and the quality of their play and, and the scores that they have inside. Keelan Craven, yeah, it looked just back from injury, made a big difference to Cylon, but, but overall, with Bell and Drain were full value for the win. Milik is kind of similar to Lockray here. Um. No, you've a lot of Morgans coming through in Lockray now. Yeah. Uh you've 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 an awful lot of players coming through there. Um and I suppose being in last year's final and coming yeah. up short. Yeah, and then like look from talking to a few of the Clear and Bridge lads and what they've gone through for the last two years, um because you get to a final, you expect to get back there again. But what tends to happen, and Thomas is brilliant at this, is they don't forget and the players within their teams, um, within Thomas's setup, that keep lads in line in terms of their standards uh, they expect from each other. So they're driven to win a six in a row, um, and they understand the importance of hard work and commitment. So there's a reason why there's a lot of clubs falling by the wayside or not getting there, is because look, lads want to go off 
to America and want to go off to wherever they want to go to um, and they forget about the importance of, of training collectively as a group but the teams that are getting to county finals are, are the teams that make sure that their own house is in order and there's a reason why Thomas's are there for the last six years because they, they expect um, and David and Dara and, and the Coonies um, and I James Regan in that equation you know they're, they're, they're obviously come game day they turn up and, and they always deliver and there's a reason for that because um, obviously the coach will have within the club and within their own setup they don't tolerate um, anything that's going to affect their performance as a match day So just the second half of the intermediate um, here just nothing really uh, new here but it's just Ballon Ballygar, sorry, 10th, uh, Kiltormer 11th, Anadown 12th, Kilbaton D 13th, Crawford 14th, Turlockmore 15th, and On Spiddale 16th. On Spiddale obviously go to uh, Junior Hurling for 2024, but that means we have a new team coming up uh, for 2024. The Scahanamon Bellew, it seemed like they were in control, but then Lockray came um, with a flurry laid on, and they're really, but they... Did, they were able to answer those questions. Gahanna Montbellu got over the line. They're in intermediate hurling um, for 2024. They obviously have the junior one semifinals coming up now. So if they want to progress in the provincial series, they have to win junior one with the way it's structured. But like massive relief for them last year, considering uh, that defeat to Ballygare last year. Yeah, look, McRae um, will be kicking themselves, you know, the, the Sweeney chance for half time with the goal. And then Mikey Murray's. I think it was two two frees start the second half. Um, you know they they'll be they won't be happy that, because it was there for them also. Um, but look, obviously, obviously, I'm learn from last year. Um, I was, I was pulled to see where Sean McDonough was playing. Paul was he winged forward and then he was back in the half back line for the last 10-15 minutes and and got that long range free. Um, well, she knows a lad that. That is that has has raw and rangy, you know. You'd be interested to see where where he is in the next two years as well, you know. In terms of um, he needs intermediate hurling, you know. Sean McDonald needs into intermediate hurling as well, you know, for for them to progress on and develop, you know. So, yeah, look, it, it it's the, the junior A. Look, I know from Bob Meadows two years ago, like it's it's a it's a good center of competition. It's it's not different from junior D because I was watching that final a couple of years a couple of weeks ago when I was in Turlock there was some serious stuff out in um out in Bandering. but um yeah look junior A it can be used in in a, in a great way to develop players um and and to bring them along um but look that great would probably be kicking themselves that they didn't uh, convert all the chances they created relief obviously for Scan and Value as I mentioned but. Like the future is really bright there with that club um at seventeen and twenties playing at A level. Yeah, look underage like the numbers that area that that they have you know it's, it's a huge area Paul and and the north of Galway, um but obviously they're doing an awful lot of good work in Skahana, uh and and in Montpellier and you know and obviously my luck as well, but it's a huge area Paul you know you drive past Bernadjarg and you get the right turn. Uh, there down to Ceylon and you keep going I know this road well from it up in four roads uh, back in 2014 so I know it well but it, it's a huge catchment area you know uh, I'd love to know many national schools are there and are, do the, are the clothes putting in 
they work into the schools and, and the teachers put in the work. I presume they are because they're not competing at A level. You know, that's not just done uh, overnight. That's investing in, in, in coach instructions within your club uh, over over 10, 11, 12 year period. And, and they'll reap what they sow. You know, if, if they can get three or four lads in the academy squads every year uh, for the next five, six years, that, that's going to augur well for them in the future, obviously. You see them winning Junior A and could you see them going on a bit of a run this year? It, it depends on what's down south in Limerick and Cork. You see, the, these teams could, could be loaded in Kilkenny. You see, you need to look at it from the point of view. I think they have 12 senior A teams, then it drops on senior B. So their junior teams would probably play in a, a level higher than ours. So, like, I, I, they, it depends on what draw they get. Um, it's Eastkey and Sligo, isn't it? That the one up there, yeah, that they'd be playing, you know. So, you'd, you'd fairly fancy them to, to get over that. Um, and then it's the draw after that. Do they play the Ulster winners? I'm not too sure. Uh, who to play next after that? So, like, win a Connacht, put yourself into a into a semi final, and you're nearly in Croker. And that's that's a story that that they'd want uh, for their for their club and for their own community. You know, and it'd be a brilliant story if they, if they get that far. But it looks like Anthony it's to one game at a time. Yeah, they have the I think junior one semi finals in the next few weeks, and then if they win that, they're obviously in a final. So it'll be a fairly hectic period for them over the next few weeks. But they'll be delighted uh, to be back up and interviewed. And congratulations to everyone there. That's all we do have time for on the power rankings today. Thanks as always to Jeff for coming on, and we'll be back uh, after the county final again.